Welcome to the Naked Truth. Peace to you. I hope you had a good uh, resurrection, Easter, Passover weekend. Um, Mine was nice. Thank God. Um, We're going to begin now with Leviticus chapter 9, where we left off in the Old Testament. That's the third book in the whole Bible, the third book in the Old Testament. And like I said before, it's Old Testament, so that kind of clues you in that it won't be anything Jesus said, though he may refer to it. So, without further ado, let us begin Leviticus chapter 9, verse 1. It came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. So, Moses is the same Moses, Ten Commandments, Moses, and Aaron is his brother, and he's sort of the head high priest of the religion being established at this point in the narrative verse 2 and he said to Aaron take yourself a young bull as a sin offering and a ram as a burnt offering without blemish and offer them before the Lord so they're talking about slaughtering those animals um, as animal sacrifices as part of of their religious ceremony and um, excuse me it doesn't get I hadn't really considered it until recently but before the religion of Islam before Christianity uh, before the time that Christ walked the earth not necessarily obviously before the prophecies prophecies that pointed to him um, or his pre-existence as we Christians believe him to be but as far as the religion goes before the religion was established uh, on and before Judaism was established even with the Bible according to the Bible the religion that precedes all of them what people were doing excuse me to be close to or seek god or the divine or super or the higher the higher energies however you want to think of god as being the way they do it is through what we call magic um through animal sacrifices and rituals of general generally it seems slaughtering animals and doing something with their blood Uh, so that's what you see um, it's it, it's moving, it's carried over into the establishment of this religion that we're reading about now as far as the offerings being made of the animal's blood for the human sin. Verse 3, And to the children of Israel you shall speak, saying, Take a kid of the goats as a sin offering, and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year without blemish as a burnt offering. So for the population, for the congregation, I should say, um there's also an animal sacrifice to be made verse 4 also a bull and a ram as peace offerings to sacrifice before the lord and a grain offering mixed with oil for today the lord will appear to you so another animal to be sacrificed for um a peace offering sort of to make peace with god to make atonement for the sins being uh, committed known and unknown and uh, uh, known and later realized and for their different types of offerings that's what all the animals slaughters and offerings are about and this is a special treat he says because the lord is going to make an appearance to them so like i've said in, uh, before that's where if you're uh if you are a christian bible thumper you would have to try and figure out how does that make sense then since in the new testament it says that no one has seen god at any time so is it a different god who's going to make an appearance here to the people we're reading about before the 
Christian period began begins in the Bible, or uh, is it the same Lord just changing it up? Um, since people like to say the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and God is unchanging, well, how is that possible if both of those are true? That it's the same Lord being taught and talked about from Genesis to Revelation. It can't all possibly be. Those all can't be true. Uh, verse 5, so they brought what Moses commanded before the tabernacle meeting and all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. So you could imagine if you someone tells you you're, God's going to show up like make an appearance to you. I would imagine most people, believers or non-believers, whatever your religion or faith may be, I would think most people would get themselves together uh, at least to be ready just in case for that moment when that's supposed to be happening. So it seems that's what the people are doing. They're getting ready for a visit to meet the maker. Verse, verse six, then Moses said, this is the thing which the Lord commanded you to do and the glory of the Lord will appear to you. So he's saying, um, make the offerings like he said and the appearance will happen. Uh, it sounds a lot like magic, but here uh, also, uh, and when I say magic, I don't mean hocus pocus necessarily. I mean like voodoo, black magic uh, wicca people really believing and using roots and uh, earth elements and things and animal sacrifices and human sacrifices for those same effect of getting closer to the divine um so it sounds like more of that is what's happening uh, but moses has more instructions for him and Moses said to Aaron, go to the altar, offer your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement for yourself and for the people. Offer the offering of the people and make atonement for them as the Lord commanded. So he's telling the high priest Aaron to go ahead and do what he needs to do, handle his business with the different animals that need to be uh, slaughtered and sacrificed. Verse 8, Aaron therefore went to the altar and killed the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. So remember that this is the religion being established some of the offerings uh from the flour and um and cows are burnt up and roasted over the fire to just be burnt to a crisp and ashes thrown out but that's just the memorial portion the rest of it generally speaking is for the religion to keep the priest who's offering it to keep or communally shared by the priest a lot like communism it sounds like but it's just uh, the organization of the religion with the society <clears throat> excuse me because they're working hand in hand the poli politics are working with the religion to sort of herd the people along verse 8 Aaron therefore went to the altar and killed the calf oh sorry I read that one verse 9 then the son sons of Aaron brought the blood to him and he dipped his finger in the blood put it on the horns of the altar and pour the blood at the base of the altar. So this is the blood ceremony that they do with the animal they just killed. Verse 10, but the fat, the kidneys and the fatty lobe from the liver of the sin offering he burned on the altar as the Lord had commanded Moses. So like I said before, it's like the sweetbreads, the organ meats that are being offered um, separately from the rest of the body of the animal. Verse 11, the flesh and the hide he burned with fire outside the camp. So that's what he did with those cuts of meat, or, or of the animal anyway. Um, verse 12, and he killed the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons 
presented to him the blood which he sprinkled all around on the altar so it's the same process with each of the offerings the trespass offering the sin offering the burn offering the peace offering it's the, the they're walking us through the order of um the sacrifice verse 13 then they presented the offering the burnt offering to him with its pieces and head and he burned them on the altar so he it seems aaron kills the animals the his sons the other priests gather up the blood for him and then aaron sprinkles that around the blood and stuff around um where it needs to be sprinkled for the uh, ceremony or what sounds a lot like an incantation since you're um, um, doing these things to present have a spirit present itself to you or having the divine open itself up to you to have sort of like opening a wormhole in um, in time and space they're looking to open up that veil that separates what we experience with our own senses as humans and the whole picture the big picture of what is actually going on like lsd might open up your understanding or how um god would see things looking at everything that pulling back that curtain um then they also the pieces of that animal are also then presented verse 14 and he washed the entrails and the legs and burnt them with the burnt offering on the altar so that animal's getting washed and when it says entrails I, that means the guts and stuff um and then it gets offered with the other animal that's already been uh you know sacrificed uh verse 15 then he brought the people's offering and took the goat which was the sin offering for the people and killed it and offered it for sin like the first one so just like the first one the goats meeting the same end where it gets slaughtered for the people's sin in this case verse 16 and he brought the burnt offering and offered it according to the prescribed manner so um it followed the same rituals for the people's offering there verse 17 then he brought the grain offering took a handful of it and burned it on the altar besides the burnt sacrifice of the morning so separately from apparently the daily sacrifices that they do he's offering this um as um a separate offering or but to be included with the other offering and it's Aaron the high priest handling all these things or at this that part of it um and you see we just read about the handful that that's what gets burnt but the rest is for the priests so you can imagine how if you have a whole society um believing that the way to be forgiven of sins that you already told them what's a sin you laid out laid down the law law for them of what is legal and what they have to pay citation gets may get cited for um since you get to create that religiously and then get to govern it politically you can get the people to buy into it and then once you do you um then you can see how the people organizing it will get fat real fast since anytime someone is caught sinning or feels guilty in what they have been told is sin then they'd feel compelled by the religion they're following to show up to the real holy place and this isn't any particular religion it's the one we're talking about right now reading about and this and that even isn't it's its own branch of the same religion of other religions it's its own thing um, but you can see how the people would quickly fatten up the priests if every time you feel like every time you have sinned 
you have to show up with a cow or a sheep or a goat to pay for it and or even just like a, a big bag of flour or whatever the case may be the priest gets to burn part of it but the rest of it gets to be the priest so you can see how the priest would get fat real fast and how that whole system could easily be corrupted and as we read through the bible you'll see how this branch of that religion uh, uh at this uh, does get corrupted um at least according to the narrative that's there um verse 18 he also killed the bull and the ram as sacrifices of peace offerings which were for the people and Aaron's sons presented to him the blood which he sprinkled all around on the altar so we talked before about how unhygienic that we be would be considered now to be handling blood like that and splashing it all over the place putting it all on different things if you tried to do that now and I imagine there are religions and um that do do that now you could see how quickly just like the wet markets are believed to be where uh the most recent pandemic got its start uh, you could see how the um, handling blood like that and spreading it around intentionally like that could lead to something like that. But it's what was happening back then. And I guess that's one more testament to how toxic things have been now that you can't handle the uh, animals that way. Just like you can watch old Julia Child, the cooking lady, shows um, like on Pluto. You'll see her on there. And you'll see the way she handles chicken then is not how you can handle chicken now. And I would imagine it's because the way they've been raised, the way things have changed in the production and manufacture of meat in the country has changed. And it's not safe to handle it that way anymore. It may not have been safe for her to handle it back then either. But you can see as an example that that's what was happening and how that's changed. But you can see also here that that's what they're doing. They're handling, having their blood ceremonies. Verse 19, and the fat from the bull and the ram, the fatty tail covers the entrails and the kidneys and the fatty lobe attached to the liver. So more of the special cuts that are to be offered. Verse 20, and they put the fat on the breast, then he burned the fat on the altar. So um, the fat part about the animals, it seemed it's already been uh, declared to be exclusively for the consumption of the Lord. The people aren't supposed to take part in eating any fats, any animal fats. And that translates into modern terms, like I said before, butter, ghee, lard, tallow, anything that's oiled or fat coming from an animal, bacon fat, all delicious things you can cook with uh, are all, according to what we've been reading so far, very much forbidden. Uh, forbidden fruit that people if you're going to be living by the whole bible like people like to say they're doing then you shouldn't be eating any of those things um verse 20 and they put the fat on the breast um that he burned then he burned the fat on the altar okay sorry read that already verse 21 but the breast and the right thigh aaron waved as a wave offering before the lord as moses had commanded so for some reason that cut of meat uh, part of the ceremony is to wave it like I can imagine picking it up and waving it like it gets waved across the scanner at a grocery store um, and you get to wave it uh, the, uh, to the Lord uh, sort of like as lifting it up as that offering ceremonially verse 22 then Aaron lifted his hand toward the people blessed them and came down from 
offering, the sin offering, the burnt offering, and peace offerings. So Aaron did his thing and came back down to the people. Verse 23, And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of meeting and came out and blessed the people. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. So, wow. So they did the ceremony as they were told to do it. And the reward for the obedience is, it says the glory of the Lord. I can just imagine how that is. But I would imagine something luminous and bright. But um, again, it says... Bless the glory of the Lord. Let's see if the Lord actually is visible to them. Because that could be the fine line distinction. That was verse 23. So they did the spell, did the incantation, did the ceremony, did the ritual. And um, now they're getting the divine interaction they were looking for. Verse 24. And fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. So you can imagine, it seems like an, uh, an alien movie where, uh, like Independence Day or something, where you see this glorious, luminous thing show up and uh, brightness everywhere, and then all of a sudden, fire <laughs> zapping out from it and um, burning up something. It seems that's what they're getting uh, in the description here when the Lord appears to them. Um, but so far they haven't seen the Lord Almighty God's self um, but so far they're seeing the um, grand entrance it sounds like but with that grand entrance we have a grand finale because that was the last verse of this chapter I appreciate you checking out with me as always and as always hope it was a blessing for you and that you'll join me again you can hear these readings the past ones on this platform Spotify or Anchor while they last here or if you're an adult you can go to my website it's free hungtgirl.com and click on the pictures there they're actually videos and the links will take you to the places that will help you to get to know me, your humble messenger. Find out about me, body, mind, spirit, and soul, with the spirit and soul pages being the most about what we do here on The Naked Truth. Although I try not to limit that light to any particular place, including the body pages. So um, feel free to check all that out uh, and help me out in doing so. Stay safe. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's the command, right? Be blessed. And thanks again. Peace be with you.